This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Did you tune in to the Tragically Hip's final concert on Saturday night? Nearly 12 million people did including yours truly, and uh, I was watching it, even though I'm not necessarily a huge fan of their music, but like millions of other Canadians, I was very touched by the tragic story of lead singer Gord Downey's terminal brain cancer and the lovely gesture and the courage that it took for him to go on tour at this point. He sang his heart out, but he also seized the occasion to make political points. Have a listen. think of that. Now, I have to tell you that personally, it puts me off. When I hear something like that in an entertainment video uh, venue, I'm thinking, I came here or I tuned in here to hear music. And frankly, if I wanted to talk about the government or hear political commentary, I probably wouldn't turn to an entertainer or to a musician. Now, of course, Gord Downey is far from the only artist to use his fame as a platform, and sometimes it can backfire. Remember what happened when one of the tenors recently injected the line, all lives matter, into what was supposed to be the national anthem? And, of course, we've all seen actors who make political statements when they're picking up an Academy Award or some other kind of award. And, of course, again, it's easier to criticize those people because... They weren't dying. Uh, So it's hard to say anything negative without sounding cruel. What do you think? The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And in the meantime, we're going to talk to our PR expert, Laura Babcock. She is the president of Power Group Communications. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What did you think of this? I've been a fan of the hip for quite a while and saw a couple of their shows in this past week. So it wasn't a big surprise to see Gord speak from the heart about things he's passionate about. He has cared a lot about First Nations for many years. And if you look at his lyrics and his poetry, it's not just light, fluffy stuff. He talks about issues. He talks about 
the status of Canada. He talks about different things that affect Canadians across the country. So for him to use a platform where he had a third of all Canadians watching to to suggest very strongly that Trudeau was the the vehicle for really addressing some of the problems for our Indigenous peoples, it wouldn't be a surprise, Libby, to a lot of longtime hip fans. And like any artist who decides to put politics into their into their art, into their entertainment, if you will, he takes a risk, a risk that some people will be offended by it or not share his political perspective. Uh, but there have been artists, as you cited, who have done that historically, and, and they may not appeal broadly to people who are just there to be entertained. But certainly he has support for taking the time to do that uh, on Saturday night. He got wide wide response from Indigenous leaders who want to honour him in some way for it. So he knew the moment, he knew the risk, and he took it, and I think he's being lauded for that. Well, I mean, it's it's not even that it's an issue. Um, it it It's kind of, a, I guess, I have less of an issue with the issue than with him saying uh, Trudeau is great, the Liberals are great, we should keep him in power for 12 years. I mean, to me, that's very partisan. He made a very direct appeal for Trudeau's leadership. There's just simply no doubt about it. And there was a response on social media, even on uh, some of the pages where I posted the comments, from people who don't share that perspective, who don't support Trudeau's leadership, and they didn't like to hear that. But I think the question comes down to, was it Gordowney's to do that if he chose to? Was he in a position of leadership himself, which I think you could argue he is. There are many Canadians who have had his lyrics and had his concerns and had his perspective on society as part of their soundtrack for a generation. And so for him to use his platform and his moment and his time to say this is the guy who is going to address the needs that I'm concerned about. He didn't do a ringing endorsement of the Liberal Party. He didn't talk about the fact that he's a longtime Liberal or anything of that nature. He said, this is an issue that has to be addressed. This is the guy who's able to address the issue. So he kept it more focused on the issue of Indigenous people well, and First Nations concerns. I think it also depends the way you heard the way I heard it. It was as a partisan endorsement of the Liberal Party, because as I said, mentioning the issue, I'm just giving you my sort of personal mm. opinion. To me, it sounded like a very partisan endorsement. And when it started, I thought it was great. I thought it was extremely appropriate for him to recognize that the prime minister was there. Uh, but when it goes to let's keep him in power for 12 years, you know, I think that's, I don't know. Um, there's, there's no doubt that that would give a lot of liberals joy because Gordy yeah. is such being a being as some call him a, a spiritual leader in some concern in some ways with many many Canadians he's the voice of generation and, and that would be a real boost for partisan liberals who want to take it that way uh, as I heard one conservative say at a barbecue yesterday you know people don't want to let down Gordy so it's something that certainly partisans could leverage. But from the point of view of how he handled it, and the reason why I think many people were open to it, was he didn't put it in in the framework of, I want to have Justin Trudeau in power because I am a liberal or because I consider myself progressive. He said, I'm concerned with moving the, the yardstick on First Nations issues. I'm concerned with us solving this problem. And he is the guy who is best suited to help with that. So I think because the perspective on it was focused on those issues, uh, a lot of Canadians said, okay, 
uh, this is Gordy saying, I want this to be fixed, and I am asking people to support the person I think most likely to be able to address these issues. But one thing that I think is important to consider is that it just becomes a symbolic endorsement of Trudeau if people, especially Gordani fans, don't hold the Liberal government's feet to the fire now on Indigenous issues. This risks becoming a powerful symbolic endorsement, but not reaching the very ends that Gordy was advocating for. So I think, you know, it may actually put Trudeau and his cabinet under more pressure on the issue. Uh, do you think that uh, people um, are giving him more leeway for this because of his medical con- condition? I think there are people certainly listening more closely. Uh, having gone to the Toronto and the Hamilton concerts, Every, we were used to Gordy in the past at concerts. He would go on these long, rambling rants about things, sometimes very esoteric rants. And <laughs> so this time he hardly spoke at the concerts. And so you were holding on to every word. And, and I hope that Gordy lives a very long time, but it was almost like the weight of a deathbed utterance. You really wanted to hear what his final thoughts were. What was the final wisdom? What was, you know, Canada's uh, de facto port laureate going to tell you, you know, if this was the last time you were to hear from him? So from that point of view, I think it gave tremendous weight to the words, which is why, again, on the one hand, partisan liberals can run with this and say, you know, Gordy backs us. But I think also all Canadians should say to the Trudeau government, okay, you know, this was a powerful moment from a powerful leader in our country asking you to step up and fix these issues. What have you done about it? You know, it can't just be this idea of he's the guy who wants to help First Nations. It has to be on a policy perspective. Uh, what are you going to do and, and when are you going to fix the real conditions of people living in the far north, as Gordy said? Okay, uh, Laura, let's uh, take a couple of calls. We've got Steve in Brampton. Hello, Steve. Oh, hi, uh, Libby. Uh, I, uh, I share your views completely about celebrities sharing political views if I'm going out for entertainment. I lost my wife to cancer in March. I'm so sorry my, to hear that. And my brother is currently dealing with a terminal brain tumor. Sorry to hear uh, that. So You've got I, a lot on your plate. Thank you. But um, generally speaking, as, as a general rule, I object to celebrity points of view on politics all the time across the board. Uh, I am not a liberal, and of course the majority of entertainers our Democrats in the States are liberals in Canada. Uh, I, I just I used to be a great Leonardo DiCaprio fan. I, I really thought he was developing into a, a fantastic actor. And then when he came out and said the Chinook winds were proof positive, the climate change was you know within our door stuff, I thought this guy's an idiot. Uh, and, but uh, the thing I want to say about the liberals or any government, if you, if you support a government that runs enormous deficits and has no plan to stop doing it or make repayments, believe me, your policy choices are very, very limited in the future. So anybody who stands up and says, this government or any government is going to solve my problems, they're out of money. You should take a, you've got you to back a government that's fiscally prudent. Otherwise, you're just dreaming. Okay. And you know what? Here's a, here's a thing that to me would have been, and, and again, where I'm coming from personally, I'm a uh, cancer advocate, is that, uh, you know, if you're talking about um, your family, but if he did some, if he had used the platform to to advocate for, uh, you know, a response to the disease, um, the, personally, I would have liked to hear that more, I don't know. And more sympathetic, sure. Uh, Laura, what do you think about that? Well, there certainly has been a lot of promotion of causes throughout this tour, and I think that, 
he has been trying to advance awareness of the disease, and there is a foundation that he has set up um, that is being constantly promoted uh, to give donations to help find a cure. So that has been going along with this. But I think the, the issue with Gord Downey is that this concert in particular wasn't just about entertainment. I, I think that's an important point to make. It was almost as though, it, as some foreign media has been describing it, it's been, you know, a, a funeral tour. It has been this deeply emotional farewell. I can't think of anything else in history, really, any other precedent to what has been going on here in Canada, having this, this person who is terminal going out there one last time. So for him to layer in to his comments, you know, something that he feels passionately about and has a long record of advocating for, which is First Nations. I think most people who heard that looked at it and said, okay, this is in line with who he is. This concert is not just a good, fun, rah, rah. This is a moment of national conversation and national identity. And so I think that's why this particular comment that he made resonated with a lot of people and was appropriate for the moment. If he had just been up there doing a regular rock show, hey, let's have fun, and, and started to get maybe preachy about an issue or started to get into political policy, it would turn off a lot of people who weren't diehard hip fans. Oh. But this was a situation that was different. Okay, Steve, thank you for your call, and uh, we wish you all the best at what has to be a very difficult time for you. Thank, thank you very much. Okay, uh, let's go to uh, Frank, uh, who's calling from Harborfront. Hi, Frank. Um, I'm going <laughs> to try and keep the wind away so that you can hear what I'm saying, so I've got okay. my back to the wind. Okay. It's a and day out here at Harborfront, let me tell you. Go ahead. Uh, we have uh, about a minute or so left. Okay, very quickly. Um, anywhere that people gather, politics will rear its head. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I used to work for a construction company, and the CEO blatantly said, let's vote for Harris. So, you know, at one of the dinners, uh, Christmas dinner. So, you know, let's, let's stop the, the baloney here. Politics is central to our life, and we want our children, our children's children, to vote. That's what we want. And if there isn't a conversation, there's no reason to vote. And Libby, you're doing a great job here Thanks. giving people a chance to have an opinion and share it. That's what it's about. It, it, you know, you saw the, you said yourself how uh, there was a reaction to what he said on, on the, you know, on the Huge internet. Huge reaction. And that's yeah. what you want. That's not a bad thing. Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's a, you know, I, I want to hear what people think. And uh, obvious, well, it, it looks like I am in the minority of, of people who uh, didn't like this. But also, as I said, I, I like their music, but I'm not a diehard fan. So Neither am I, and I watched as well. And, and we watched because it's almost out of uh, paying our last respects, almost. You know, you feel like you have yeah. to, almost. Okay, Frank, thanks for your call. You're welcome. Okay. And, Laura, we've got about uh, 30 seconds left. What would you like to leave us with? Well, just the fact that, you know, any time that I agree with your caller that politics is everywhere, and if an artist has strong feelings about any issue in politics, they have a right to express them. And I thought that Gord Downey chose this moment where all Canadians, or at least a third of Canadians, had their eyes glued to the screen to tell us what he thinks is most important and to really put uh, Trudeau... Uh, under scrutiny about his policy on First Nations, so it may actually help to advance the cause. Okay. Laura Babcock, thank you so much for your thoughts and for joining us. We appreciate your time. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.